Welcome to Amuna is our future with unified dreams. Very excited to go into this one. I think this is going to be one of our best times together. And that's our ambition to only go up together. I welcome everybody who listens and everybody who's sharing and thanking and connecting. It's amazing, you know, what technology can do. And I'm so happy that people are tuning in. It means so much. So thank you. That is part of my unified dream. <laughs> That's my personal dream. But how is it going to tie into what we're learning here together? Together, right now, is the climax of Shobhavim. Shobhavim is a very big time. We spoke about it at the beginning very much, that these six pastures, these six special readings in the Torah of Shmos. And then we go after Shmos, Shovavim, into Bo, after Bo, before Bo, Vayera, Shovavim, Shin, Vav, Base. Shmos, Vayera, Bo, Vishalach, Yisro, Mishbotim. And as we go through this journey, we said with the Saka, the, the crying of Shmos, Pasha Shmos, the Jews were crying. We were in tremendous trouble in, in, the, in the exile, as we are nowadays with all the distractions and all the pain and all the media and all the news and all the personal suffering that people are going through on, on an individual level all the way to a country level. There's floods going on in countries and... I don't need to repeat the media, but that's what's going out there day after day after day. And people inside are feeling so much inner struggle, inner pain, just to be able to do functional things. And at the same time, there was a scream, this cry, and it came a tremendous beginning of ex of, from the exile to redemption. And that's where we went from Shmos to Vieira. Vieira came the Marcus, the plagues, a little bit of a summary now. And now, then I won't forget. <laughs> And you won't forget. So then Vieira, the seven plagues came and we talked about how much after this cry, after this prayer, we then are able to now express ourselves in real ways, in, in focused ways and do our thing. And that will bring us to Bo, which is the revelation and the revelation of taking us out into, into all the Bashalach, into the song and through the sea. And that was after we were taken out of Egypt and through the Yamsur, through the sea, into Yisro, which is the revelation of the Torah, because the revelation of Hashem and the revelation of Torah really are one thing. But then there's the, the climax we're in now. This is Mishpatim. This is the sixth week that we've been talking about Shavuvim Tata, and it's a very special, special time, and it's really the climax. And it's going to be so relevant to unification and dreams that people have. You'd say, hey, wait a minute, Mishpatim, Mishpatim. It's a time of details. It's a lot of laws, a lot of rules. If you go through the Pasha with Rashi, which everyone should, you read the Pasha, you read Rashi underneath the explanation of each Pasuk from our famous Rabbi, Rabbi Shlomi Yisachi, and you start to read those, those wise, wise words, and you internalize, wow, there's so much going on, because really, Shas, the Talmud, like we talked about with the Sima Shas, this, this massive ocean of laws and Torah and spirituality and guidance 
that comes, came into the world and is coming into the world consistently, this revelation of Torah and spirituality, that majority, majority of the Jewish people and for sure the world don't even know exists, even though nearly all law probably would trace its roots back to the Talmud, you go into the Talmud, this yam, this ocean of Talmud, and you see in the Pasha that it's all condensed into Pesukim, which is thousands of pages and deep details and very, very... So why would I talk about such a detailed Pasha with so much laws and specific ways of being, talking about this unification, this dream? So the reason is, is that is the oneness. That's what we're aiming at. That is our Amunah, is our future goal. That we thank Rav Shalom Orish for hosting us, and we thank all the people that have ever, ever sat and recorded or been involved or shared or liked. We give thanks. We thank Hashem for allowing us to do this. And please God, soon we're going to be in this new recording room. It's coming any day. Thank God it's at the last stages of, of uh, being repaired and fixed and it's going to be beautiful. So the quality of our classes, please God, will go up. But that's not just on the uh, physical sense. They're also going to hopefully go up on a spiritual sense and an emotional sense. We spoke about emotional intelligence in our previous classes, we spoke about abundant mindset. This is what comes out from this journey of Shobhavim, these achievements that are so important now, being versatile for our generation, being vulnerable for our generation. All these important rules we spoke about, things that are very needed now and very much spoken about amongst thought leaders and inspirational people out there in the world, whoever's tuning in, I'm sure they're hearing all these kind of things. And at the same time, we're doing these classes. So there's a lot of details going on. Like we have, thank God, our daily halacha corner from Ravelgrad, and that's continuing, thank God. And he's, he's bringing us very important, real practical details that all of us need to know about. And then the other side is more like the hashkafic, the outlook of a Muna series from Rav Yonatan Galed. And would you believe someone even from China right now just sent that they want to win a book. They, they uh, said a great joke, and I'll leave it to him to say, in his class coming soon, number 10. Um, but really to get all these classes really solid and consolidated, we have to remember there's a unifying theory, just like Einstein and <laughs> all the great scientists realize there's this unifying theory that really goes through everything in creation. And that is the goal of our classes, and especially this sixth week, that specifically when there are so many details, and specifically when there's so much rules and laws and things that are going on in your life, so much going on on a daily level when you wake up in the morning and you want to go out of your Egypt, you want to go out of your restraints, out of your problems, out of your pain, and you have to face it on a daily level. It's the only way to really to deal with life, not to run away, not to escape. I'm not sitting in Yushalayim, the holiest city in the world, to escape the world. We're here to be a light to the world, to, to elevate the world together. So how do we do that on this global, universal level? That's through the unification. That's through that oneness, that echad, Hashem echad, that oneness. To remember that all of the details and everything going on is already part of one unification, one unified world. And that's specifically when we're focused on the details, we have to remember that. And we're learning Parshish Mishpatim, we come to this climax. And that's why I said my own idea at the beginning when I spoke about Shovim, and I think it's true based on Tzadikim, that these six Parshas 
are connected to the Shema Yisrael, Hashem Alekeinu, Hashem Achad. And the climax is that Hashem Achad. Last week was a revelation of Hashem. We spoke about it. The revelation of what Torah is. But this week is the revelation of the oneness within all the details, within everything going on in our life, with our relationships, with our business, with our friends, with, with how we bank, with how we are online, how we use our phones, how we do every single thing, how we share, how we give, how we have relationships with people we love, the family first, with the, with the people that we talk about on a daily level. It's all a chad, a big dalit, hadibo, how we speak. Yeah, that's the idea of the big dalit. It represents our speech and the big iron is how we look, how we use our eyes, these two important parts of our being, the eye and the mouth. We have to use them in a holy, holy way. And that Shobhavim, it brings us, remember, it reminds us of our holiness and Kedusha. But not just that. Said Rabbi Nachman, a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful vote. And it was really the goal of the Baal Shem Tov, of all his teachings and personally, why am I sitting here as a Hasidish looking Jew? Is because in my heart of hearts, my soul, my mission, I know on the deepest level that my path is that path of unification, oneness. Not just the dress code and, and all the rules that come. That's all like side stuff that's important on some level. The conformity for the sake of the system or whatever reason you're conforming. But the main, main point again is to tune into the oneness, into the unification. And that will give us the power, please God, all of us, to, to understand that once we're in tune with that oneness that the Baal Shem Tov set out and his great-grandson, the Rabbi Nachman, Ben Fager, Ben Simcha, he gave us this understanding, continuation of how to put it into personal prayer. Hispodidus, Chatzos, Simcha, Shulchan everything we're doing, all the laws, everything comes together to be Simcha, we spoke about once. This idea of how do we learn from Rabbi Nachman. So he said a very beautiful idea. They're the Rav Sodek Cohen, who I'm a big fan of, Leblina, Tamach Chomem, like Leblega. And these are the things that I personally learn myself on Shabbos when it's a time, please God, every week we're at that point and we're in Shabbos, we get to touch base with righteous people and righteous books and, and tune into the ideas of oneness, the, the Raza of the Shabbos, the oneness of the Shabbos, the secret of the Shabbos of Shem Yochai said in, in Kigavna, people who say that in their Nusach, is oneness of Shabbos, the secret of the oneness. This tremendous yichud that goes on on Shabbos, this unification. So comes Rabbi Nachman and says, how do we bring it into our everyday life? By a very deep concept. It's not just Shabbos, but it's down here in this world, whatever you're dealing with, esmach od. That's the answer. Zamra lakai ba'odi. These concepts that Rabbi Nachman talks about in Sikhas Aran and Lakutim Aran, and we tune in to this concept of oneness of the Nakuda Tova, of that one point. Where's that oneness? Where do we see it? So if you take a big Dalit, yeah, and then the leg comes down, this big line on top, and the leg comes down, the Dalit, so there's, on the top of the Dalit is, is like a coach show yud, is a little yud. That's what makes it, instead of being a resh, which is a round letter, what gives it the dimension of du is from Hashem Echer to Hashem Echad, to make it into a Dalit. How do you make a Dalit? A little yud, a little black ink, that makes the whole difference. If you're doing a Vodazora, God forbid, if you're doing strange worship, you're distracted, you're all over the place, you know, the internet, you know, is, is, is pulling you around, TikTok and all this stuff, and you're like, whoa, this is crazy. And, you know, you just type in a few words and you're like in this crazy place, you know, Hashem should forgive us, clean our eyes, clean our hearts. And suddenly you're in Hashem Acher, Hashem Acher, this Reish, 
That's a problem. You don't want to be the Shemacher. That's where, when it says Egel Azav, it says a Shemacher, a big Reish. There was some big Acher. We want to make it into the big Dalet of Shema. And that's the sixth part of Mishpotim. Of Echad, this big Dalet. How with that little Yud? That little Ezamra Lakai Ba'odi, that little bit of ink, that little bit of good, that Hashem Echad, that makes Hashem one. And that oneness, that little bit of good inside of us, that essential soulfulness that's all the time pulsating in every living person. There's no one, the most biggest atheist, his chiyas, his life force comes from Hashem Achad, comes from one oneness of Hashem. There is no Hashem Achad, there is no other reality than Hashem. There's only one Hashem. This week's Parsha says that. There's only one Hashem. And when you understand this oneness, this one creator, this one universal force, and everybody in the world knows this to be true. Even atheists have to believe in the lack of it to believe in the oneness, because it's really one. They can't help me they call it universe, or, you know, people use those words. It's, in the end, it's semantics. The, the reality is you have it inside. You wouldn't be able to breathe if there wasn't someone giving you life force, giving that energy. And they can't explain it in science completely, but it breaks down to these, these digits and these codes and this DNA, and it's so deep. And as more deep they go, the more they realize there's just this massive space that they don't understand inside the mind, inside the heart. They don't understand. There's so much mis not knowing in psychology and so much of the science is unknown. Majority of the brain, they don't know what's going on. They don't know. So like a lot of our theories, a lot of our suggestions of how we heal and help and assist other people, is, there's, there's a very big presumption because there's so much unknown. So where are we getting all that information? That's that little youth. That's that little source where the physical and spiritual meet and that minimal little bit of light that's needed, that little bit of ink that's needed to make it into a Shemachat, the true reality. There's only one God. And there are all the details and all the rules and all the things that we have to do on a daily level that's pulling us this way and that way and all the stuff we have to deal with of our children and our families and our friends and all the things we have, thank God. That we have to, you know, these objects or these possessions and our need to pay things and do things. This is all Hashem Echad. Oneness. That is the ultimate clarity of Amunah and Betochen that we've been talking about. Amunah is our future. It's really Hashem is one. So really, once you're tuning into that flow, that unified flow, which I talk about personally in my own podcast, and he goes to unified flow, and also in our relationship flow, that's included with relationships as one soulmate coming together, that unification that is really the source of all relationships. Once we're in that level, that's how we're thinking. Once we're tuned into this unification, this oneness, this is the Torahs of the Baal Shem. This is Rabbi Nachman, this is our true, deep, inspired experience of Judaism. So then all the halachas, when someone sits in yeshiva, they're experiencing the oneness of God when they're learning his thoughts, God's thoughts, of how a person should do different halachas, different rules, as we can see in the daily halacha corner, or other things, you know, like that we, we have minhagim, customs, you know, coming up, we have purim, there's so many beautiful customs and, and minhagim of how to do the shlach manas and how to do all the different things. The Purim is, the, is really the, the after part of Shobhavim. Because once you've tuned into that oneness, now you can understand Purim. Now you can make sense how hasta hasta ponai, that Hashem's hiding himself in the end of days and the times of Purim. He's hiding himself. And we, our goal is to reveal that Hashem is one. So there's no hiding really. It's just a, it's just a, 
it's almost like a hide and seek. It's, it's a game of relationship, just like you have with your spouse or you have with someone you love. You're trying to tune in to that, that moment of connection, that moment of yichud, of oneness. That is like the climax. That's the climax of this time we're in now. And that's why it's so connected to Kedusha's Abyss. Now we're going to discuss this a little bit, you know, it's a little bit more sensitive subject, but we're going to try, please God, with God's help, explain what's the difference between someone who's Shom Abyss, someone who guards his covenant or doesn't. And that's for men, women, for everybody, you know, for, for whatever, there's in between, whatever it is, the, you're guarding Abyss, your covenant, yeah? We're in a generation where there's all kinds of different challenges on this level, and the covenant is very connected to the concept of Shechina, of Hashem's presence, of, what, of how Hashem rests and gives vitality to people and to the world. So Gedalia Fenster is a good friend of mine. He's saying that the most important thing now is this concept, Yisod, of Bris, of Kedusha, Tahara. And I agree with him. I think it's 100% what we need to focus on. I haven't talked about it that much over here in the Munzah future. But we've hinted at it. We've gone around it. But the point is that the Shechina is Shoyu. Hashem's presence rests on a person. His gives Chiyas, vitality, when they're busy guarding the Bris. They, they, it's something you have to actively do, like mindfulness, intentionally guarding your holiness. If you do not, do it in an intentional way, and you don't constantly remind yourself that this is important, and you connect to this Hashem Achad. If you don't do that on a daily level, unfortunately there's a whole world of thoughts and ways of being that's becoming popular and, and the opposite, you know, of guarding the bris. And you're going to have to, like, you know, make your choice at some point of where you're at. And, you know, I'm trying all the time. I, I work for musicians, so am I going to host, you know, different kinds of events that are going to be complicated? with spirituality and, and holiness. So it gets very, you know, like you have to make your choices. And, you know, we speak to our Rabbonim and we get guidance personally, but like, you know, it's, it's a challenge. So what does it mean? So let's explain. So the Shin Dalit of Shakai, of the shame of the Shechina, is if without the Yud is a, is a demon. That's the concept that, you know, one, once a rab, Rabbi Tatz, you know, the Rabbi Tatz, Rekiva Tatz, he said that, there's, you know, like a, a time, and he quotes his Rebbe, Moshe Shapiro, who was very much busy with Chassidah Shisvarim. I personally saw him learning the Kuti Torah, the Kuti Or. You know, these are these are Chabad Svarim. You know, someone who who was a Baal Machshav in the literature world, but he was busy with also everything, learning all the things. Like his Rebbe, Reb Desler, who I named after, was learning everything. Was busy in all kinds of Torah. And that is also part of the unification, to unify Torah, to unify, you know, yourself with, with the Hashem's oneness, but to unify yourself with the Jewish people and all the different aspects that we have to offer. Because every part of the Jewish people has a different strength, has a different character trait, has a different custom, has a different way, and every individual. So there's so much to, to learn. To really understand Torah truly, you have to be one with the Jewish people as well. You have to be one with his Torah. That was the Baal Shem Tov's concept. The Abbas is so Abbas Torah, Abbas Hashem. To love Torah, to love Hashem, and to love the Jewish people, and, and through that, to love all the mankind. It's not exclusive, because mankind is, it comes out through that concept and that oneness. And that is the idea of Tikkun Olam, Mamalchis Shakai, Mamalchis Shin Dalid Yud, the shame of Hashem, the Shakai. So, how do we, like, let me just explain, like, explain it clear. This Shin Dalet is a demon without this Yud. Without this Hashem Achad, without this little bit of ink, without this little bit of soul and Kedusha, a person falls into the concept of becoming a demon-like person, where he's 
putting out energy, but it's going nowhere. It's just wasted. And it's, and it's creating destruction, right? We see in the world so much pain and, and suffering and accidents and, God forbid, all kinds of crazy stuff going down. Viruses, this coronavirus, Hashem Shemayim, this concept of stuff going on and on and on. It's like wasted energy going all wrong. Like even the, 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 the big plague nowadays of the machala, I'm going to say the word even, is, is like a deformation of, of cells, of energy, and going the wrong way. Like, I'm fighting the body instead of healing the body, instead of helping the body. And the way God made the world is it's meant to heal and, and become energized, not to be lose its vitality. So that's obviously the idea, this seed, this power, this energy that every person possesses, to go in the right place, to go in the right time, the eyes, the mouth, and the bris kodesh, the covenant of a Jew, to go in the right place in the right time is making the yud back to the shindal and bringing out the shechina, the shindaled yud of shacha. And then that yud that we spoke about, that nakuda tova, that godliness, that's always there, and that's the truth. It's only a, a falsity of, of, of the world, that a fallacy, that we believe that suddenly there's this demonic reality, this horror movies or whatever it is, there's this other reality. There is no other reality than Hashem Echad. That is the true reality of oneness of Hashem. So once we're tuned into that true flow that exists, and our panasa, our income, and our relationships, and our learning, and our spirituality, and our emotional well-being, it all comes from this oneness of God. Once we tune and allow ourselves to let go, as to be bitter yesh, to have that oneness with the, with the true iron, to the true Hashem, once we allow ourselves to be part of that, and that's part of the prayer service of, of Shema Yisrael, and that's part of our learning. When we learn, we should have a thought that we're we're becoming one with godliness and when we eat we say because mom we make blessings to so one with godliness with the food we're eating and when we, anything we do yeah and when we're with our with our spouse the relationship is the oneness we're joining together becoming one and the screen is there then there's no other reality of of these demonic forces they're not running things we are running things by being one with hashem we are part of the true mamshala of hashem of of malchishachai the kingship of, of the Shechina, that the Hashem's presence dwells. And that what does that bring us? Let's like be practical. It's like high stuff. It brings us joy. It brings us fulfillment. It get, All our energy, we're more energized. All the illnesses, all the anxiety, all the fears comes from this lack of Muna of one Hashem Achad. So you can't just say, oh, the only way I'm going to heal my anxiety is through Amunah. No, my wife and many other people much bigger than me have corrected me. That you can't, you have to go to a therapist, you have to work it through, you have to face your anxieties. There's practical steps how to deal. We're not escaping reality, but we do it with that amunah that it's Hashem one, Hashem one. That he'll, he gave us the tools through therapy, whatever level of understanding they've reached, that they will help assist us. And by working on our amunah and our oneness together with this, with, with emotional tipul, with working on through our system of how our mind and hearts are functioning and dealing with it in a real way, it should in a true sense, empower us much more to face ourselves. That's the point. It should empower us to live much more energized and not take away our energy, but to vitalize us. We should be a vitalized, energized people. Like you hear say someone, we mentioned last week Tony Robbins, and he's like a superman, like with all this energy, how you eat, how you drink, how you think, the mindset, everything. And he's like this super energized guy. And he got to his events, we've seen his events, energized, Power, power, energy. So what, <laughs> the Jewish people were like, you know, you know, we're like coming like the scarves, and we're cold and old and chassushon. We're energized. The, the the state of Israel is energized. This this whole world is energized. Everywhere you go in the world, you're going to find 
all kinds of people, not just, not just a, a guy looking like me. There's going to be every kind of person wherever you go. And there, the job is to see the chiyas, is to see the oneness, is to see the tremendous oneness that exists within the world and the people around you, wherever you go. And that's the truth. That's why we're spread out around the world, to reveal that oneness, to reveal that unification. So I wish everybody a beautiful rest of the week, a beautiful Shabbos, Mishpatim, where you can tune in with all the details you're learning about to the oneness of God, to understand it comes from one source, to know where you're going and where you're coming from. It all comes together one way. And we should also understand the power of prayer, that it's the art of war. It's a war of this, against this confusion that takes away that oneness from our minds. It's a war against the fallacies of the world that you know, our energy has to go into things that are meaningless, God forbid. It's always purposeful, there's always fulfillment, there's always meaning, and to never give up, to keep dreaming. And that comes back to the title, the unified dream. This is the dream. The dream is that everything should come together to an ultimate oneness. That was the dream of the Baal Shem Tov. And it wasn't a dream that was asleep. It was a dream living in life, in real time, in the live feed, on Facebook and Instagram and on YouTube and everywhere. It was a dream that can be shared everywhere now. And all of you have the opportunity on a daily level to keep bringing that dream, that Muna lifestyle, that way of of energy, of vitality into your life. And I wish you a beautiful week to do that. And then ultimately we'll see this, Malchus Shachai, we'll see this Tikkun Olam of, of the world being sucking everything, all the different aspects, everything will go back to its source and oneness. All of us ourselves will feel whole and one with the people in our lives. We'll understand everything has divine provenance and we'll be completely enveloped in that divine provenance in nature, in the world, in the most physical experiences. We'll completely understand how it's all Hashem Achad. Amen. Have a beautiful week.